Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. And here we are. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, uh, we've been doing this whole thing now where we get to uh, ask the listeners uh, what they're scared of. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I was hoping you'd forgotten. No, 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 no. no? Well, because before I've been uh-huh. getting the listeners to say this, I haven't given them credit. So now I got to give them credit. Oh, oh, someone actually wrote in. Well, they have every time. I just didn't say <laughs> I thought you were making it up every time. No, I just didn't say who they were. Dude. I didn't think it was real. I know the one was Colin and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> but that was because we live with him. Well, our, <laughs> I mean, he did submit one, but he did. We, we actually have people submit these. OK, OK. And this uh, this fear is from at 3M onion, which I mean, I'm allergic to onions, so that's actually a fear of mine. That is very scary. <laughs> he, he, Cody had a hamburger that he ordered, and he said no onions, but they put onions on it, and you were so scared oh. and so mad. I know. I just I've never seen out. a guy just throw a hamburger in a bag so dejectedly. <sighs> I, I was very disappointed. But at 3M Onion yeah. says, he's scared of the apocalypse. Oh, okay. He's just scared of that every day. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know much about like the, the apocalypse. It's a it's a strictly religious thing, right? Uh, I th- is that what it I is? think so? It, it's just like the end of days, right? When everything's just over and that's it, right? Yeah. So I just have so little fear towards. I guess it could be I don't like care. the glo- like global warming could kind of be like an apocalypse. People could right? also say like like nuclear war would be the apocalypse. I guess just like I guess the end of zombie everything. apocalypse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Choco apocalypse. I think I was thinking of rapture. Oh, oh, and you like float up to heaven and stuff. Well, some people don't, apparently. Yeah, yeah, that's I'm true. going off of Seth Rogen movies here. I, feel I like, don't know. I feel like all the all the the Lordy people want the apocalypse to happen so they can go to Jesus. I, th- I assume that some of our but listeners are the Lordy people. <laughs> <laughs> and they're probably dancing with joy at being called that. Oh, well, what are you going to do? Um, I don't know. The apocalypse for me, I feel like, yeah, well, it's over and you're dead anyway. So who cares? So not a fear for you. Nah. We're striking out again. Another non fear. Yeah, it's not not doing it for me. Yeah, because I'm trying to figure out what Damien's fears mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Uh, apocalypse, not the one. Yeah. It, but like the world kind of gets destroyed is the idea. Yeah, I feel like my fears are more like. Um, being invited over to someone's house for dinner and they serve everything that you don't like or can't eat and you have to pretend to like it or try and eat something. I feel like that's more of my fears. So it's, I think that's like a social anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's more of that, you know. Um, well, back to the drawing board at 3M Onion. This is really good. I'm really enjoying this. I'm not. I'm glad I get to know a little bit more about you today. That's good. I'm going to write that down. That's true. But it's not all about you and your social anxiety today, Damien. It's about our guests Mm. because we have the hosts of Paranormal. We got Maria Adiranti and Nicolina Savelli here. Woo. I just entered. I just. Yeah, you pulled. (gasps) I'm here for myself. Yeah. (laughs) 
I really struggled to not interrupt you guys on the apocalypse stuff because I'm watching an, a, an episode <laughs> yeah. of Dexter right now and it's all about the apocalypse. This guy's oh, yeah. trying to trying to um, replay all the apocalypse like commandments or whatever. It's definitely a religious thing, and they definitely think that they're gonna like go into like this beautiful paradise after the apocalypse occurs. So. A, a, the the guy who has the fear of it clearly isn't um, uh, thinking that he's gonna go anywhere great afterwards. <laughs> so I, I'm Nicolina, by the way. Just uh, <laughs> FYI, that would make me Marie. So hey, I'm, I'm so excited to have both of you on here. Is the apocalypse a personal fear for either of you? Yes. It is for me specifically. I have it's nightmares. <laughs> I have. I recently had a nightmare uh, that there was a zombie apocalypse, mm. and it's the first time I ever had a zombie apocalypse dream. Mm. I've had other apocalyptic dreams, and uh, the scary part about it was that we were with like a group. Like, uh, do you guys ever watch The Walking Dead, or have you ever watched them? Yep. Mm. Yep. Okay, so like our little pack, like our family of people. And uh, we got split up with them and I was somehow knocked unconscious and then woke up with a completely new group of people who were really, really religious and really, really freaky. And my husband, who is not religious at all, was with them. And I woke up and I was like, we got to get out of here. And he was like, you can go wherever you want, but I'm staying here. I'm joining this community. And that was the scariest part of the apocalypse for me. Wow. It's like, who even are you? That's the zombies wow. didn't mean anything though, right? No, so, yeah, no. That's fair. Um, Not a zombie in sight, but they were there. I'm just lurking. It almost sounds like, Marie, that you're bringing in social anxiety to the zombie apocalypse as well. Yes, yes, absolutely. That's, that's accurate, yeah. 100% yeah. yeah. accurate. That, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing they uh, very little talk about of uh, like in horror movies, there's usually only one anxiety or one thing to be scared of, which I mean, we started watching a show where that was very much the opposite thing, where they just kept on stacking on fears. It's too much, oh, too much, way too much. Oh, but I guess that is realistic. Like there is things going on, you know, well, more I mean, so half of it was realistic. The supernatural stuff. I don't know. Well, you're not a ghost believer, <laughs> but we're we were watching like the show on Amazon called Them. I don't know if you've seen it or no. no. I haven't. Tell us more. Uh, basically, that. it's a 1950s uh, black family that goes into Compton in the 1950s, and they're surrounded by uh, living around all these white people. So they have this scary fear of kind of like racism, of course, because I well, it's I, not a fear of it. All the white people well, are racist. Well, they're like right. trying to pressure <laughs> them out of the neighborhood. Yes, they're, they're not right. happy that they're there. So you you're dealing with this nice family um, having to survive all these racists that live around them. And then on top of that, their house is haunted. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's I need to watch this uh, on white top of it all. But I feel like that's just, you know, that's us being privileged white people and not knowing more than one fear. I feel like they probably <laughs> live with a lot of fears all the time. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you talk about all these haunted houses over the years. <laughs> there was probably uh, people that was uh, had racism going on and were stuck in their And we're stuck house. in a haunted house. Yeah. As well as At the same people, time. people don't oh know gosh. this, but uh, uh, wolfmen <laughs> are extremely racist. So. Who? 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 The wolf wolf. wolf. Oh, I like werewolves. Yeah. Like... Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Are you telling me you believe in werewolves? Well, I believe that they're racist. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Where are you diving into this? Is this in literature somewhere? Yeah, which literature says that? Right, let me just take my notes down. Werewolves are are racist. racist. Got it. Okay. Good. Good to know. Just, I don't know. Just, uh, you know, I just I feel it's right. Okay. This is just a feel interesting. It's just a gut feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think uh, we've already pissed off uh, lordy people, and now we're <laughs> now <laughs> werewolves got. Oh, jeez. I mean, I'm not really worried about the werewolf coming. <laughs> after me, so. That's fair. Those bigots. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's dive into uh, talking about the two of you. Recently, you have joined the Sonar family. And yes. now with us and together, our two podcasts probably rule the spooky market in all of Canada. <laughs> yeah. All of Canada, yes. Yeah. Yes, we do. Um, yeah, we're super excited to be a part of Sonar. I think that, you know, you guys have a great group of podcasts that we align really well with. And we're stoked to, you know, do what we're doing right now. Just get on and, and swap uh, episodes and get to know the whole the whole crew and uh, all through, you know, lockdown, which is great that we can still do our jobs and do do these things and um, make things big, bigger than they were yesterday. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're pumped. I, yeah, I think like excited. podcasting is keeping us all sane during. I all agree. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I don't know if absolutely. you guys saw a spike, but as soon as like last April happened, our our numbers went crazy all of a sudden we're like people are just need things to do they well, just i, mm -hmm. I yeah. also noticed the spike that uh everybody just has a podcast now since last april so. and, uh, and, uh, yeah <laughs> also yeah, that well. yes <laughs> that's a whole other conversation uh, but yeah but yeah um, i mean you everyone listening is just cross-promoting yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you have kind of the similar situation to us where you have to deal with like um, I feel like it's a tough audience to deal with the the ghost audience. I mean, like we are yes. uh, constantly getting ragged on and constantly a new spooked podcast seemingly pops up every single oh day. Oh, my gosh. Yes. This is something like we deal with often. And five or like, six of them now. Yeah. And like <laughs> I remember when we started the podcast like four, four, five, four years ago, four years, four years ago. Yeah. ago um, yeah. When you typed in paranormal, it was the only one that came up. Mm -hmm. And now we're like third or fourth we're like damn it like we were there first um yeah. but in terms of like people you deal with with the uh type of content you're putting out or whatever um having a podcast called paranormal you're either gonna get like cool people who are interested in the things we're talking about and like it in a in a way that we like it we're just far enough removed um <laughs> Or you're going to get people who are really invested in it and they're yeah. going to be mad at you for not doing what they want you to do. Or they're, you're like, oh, you need a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel yeah. Like, I feel like we have a lot of you need a doctor's listening. Yeah. <laughs> As we just continue to alienate your listeners. Werewolf. Yeah. The rest. I didn't um, say that we were one the of werewolf those people. <laughs> they're passionate, Damien. We have they're passionate. passionate yes. Um, Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I mean it's just about beliefs, right? And and if you have strong beliefs on things, it's hard when you're trying to take a lighthearted approach to it um, mm -hmm. to communicate that with people when they're so serious about it, right? And we're not. We take 
we take a lighthearted approach to most things in life. So it's hard for us to to really take things too, too seriously and not to say like we don't try and say things aren't real or things are real. Like we really don't know. So um, it's hard for us to we try and strike a balance. But our audience, obviously, um, sometimes they are uh, very steadfast in their beliefs. So mm-hmm. it, it's one of those things where uh, y- you can't please everybody. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think like, yeah, that that's the thing. Obviously, we have a lot of listeners that uh, love both the podcast, but it, it just really burns on us, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, we get it. <laughs> yeah, we're sick yeah. of getting dunked on by all the other spooks. <laughs> yeah, all these other freaking, uh, we, yeah, when we started, it was the same thing. No, no spooked. When you put in spooked, we were the only thing that came up. Yeah. And then, yeah. And I'm pretty sure like NPR or something created like a multi million dollar yeah. podcast. <laughs> I yeah. know a year after we were created. You guys should have sent them a cease and desist. <laughs> you and- should have. Yeah. Well, we they did get a bunch of listens from it, which is yeah. nice. oh, that's true. And yeah. um, what who who is the one of the someone wrote an article about the podcast, but they linked ours in it, which was really perfect. Cool. Great that's SEO. Yeah, it was it was AV club. It was An a big AV one, club, too. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That is incredible. <laughs> but that was all like four years ago now, and it doesn't matter anymore. So, yeah. <laughs> but, so now we're mad again. Yeah, we're mad, uh, which uh, I mean, I've I've talked to their host, too. He's a good guy. (laughs) He he should have you on his show. Yeah. Yeah. What the heck? What's up with that? How good of a guy can he be? I think he's scared. (laughs) I think he's he's scared to talk to us in real life. I think he's afraid to confront us. I think he's. I'm calling him out right now. (laughs) This is his open invitation. Clear the air. Uh, so I was listening to uh, your newest episode. You were, um, and you said in the podcast that you were. It's one of your more like controversial ones where you're debunking and you're debunking yeah. um, a certain psychics, specific psychics in general. Yes, is something Damien can get behind because. Uh, he, oh yeah, he loves that. Yeah. Um, Have you been foiled by a psychic before, no. Damien? No. Oh. All right. Well, I thought maybe there was something behind the. <laughs> no, that, I just but... I don't I don't. You just uh, don't believe, believe yours. Yes, yes. Fair. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I mean, uh, some people you might listen back to our episode with uh, Artie. No. And think that Damien was foiled. We had a psychic on. No, you nice. wouldn't. And you might say Damien <laughs> truly got foiled Mm-mm. and destroyed. <laughs> really? So... <laughs> I need to find this episode and listen. Yeah. I don't I don't know. All I know is my experience with psychics. Well, I've only actually seen one and it was right before the pandemic. And this could have been pure coincidence. But she did say, I see you working from home for the foreseeable future in four to six months from now. And in five months, the pandemic hit and I have since been working from home for 15 <laughs> months since then. Um, right. She also, she did, a, she said a few things and I was like, I mean, it could be pure coincidence, but it felt a little bit deeper than that. And I was like, hmm, I don't know, maybe. But yeah, our episode was about psychics who kind of take advantage of vulnerable people and you know see an opportunity to exploit them take their money it's not like i was paying my psychic you know this one the the one author was paying 20 million dollars she took from her in 17 years like it was yeah it was pretty crazy what she was doing and and just because she knew that she was so desperate to connect with her Mm -hmm. her deceased son um that she knew that she could 
basically take her money. And and mm. I mean, Sylvia, everyone knows Sylvia Brown. Marie covered Sylvia Brown in that episode, which mm. is all of her Bunch. false. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe so I should a be bitch. a psychic if that's the kind of money we're talking about. <laughs> right? We could all just. We yeah. should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who do you want to talk to that's dead? I'll, 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 I'll let them speak to you. Come I'll on. conjure it up. Are you thinking like the four of us all stacked in one giant overcoat? Like, I think yeah. we could do it. <laughs> we could be a mecha psychic. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like this idea a lot. Mm-hmm. I do. We have someone at the very bottom scrolling through the person's social media feeds, sending yeah. the info. Passing notes top. up. Yeah. yeah. yeah little have a little or just like an audio device. Yeah. Just like <laughs> little a little microphone telling you what to say. Yeah. We'll yeah. Like a little questionnaire in the lobby that'll just get fed to us. It'll be great. Yeah. Exactly. And they're like, you don't need to be in a trench coat to do this. And we're like, it, yeah, but this is the fun part. Like, yeah. Why, yeah. why else would you be a psychic? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I think the, like the psychic we had on already, you know, he uh, I, he does free stuff and everything. So like, I, I don't think he was trying to scam anyone, but he did mm-hmm. predict that his prediction for me was that I'd have a penny stuck to my forehead. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I don't know about his uh, like at some point in your life. Like, I guess so. When? Who doesn't? Time period. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't at one point in their life? That's that a very, like a very vague. <laughs> <laughs> it's vague and specific at the time. And also like unlikely because Canada doesn't have pennies anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Fair. I, yeah. That's a weird one. I mean, he was shooting for the stars with that one, I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bad. If it came true, I feel like you would believe in psychics. Um, I don't know. It well, did come true. It did. <laughs> our, our, our roommate, Wait, what? Our roommate pressed one to my forehead. Well, okay. <laughs> he told them about what happened. So. Well, yeah. Yeah. It, it was one of those self-fulfilling prophecies. Well, I did yeah. not start a global pandemic so I could work from home. <laughs> it sounds like you did. So, uh, uh, Nicolina, I have my yeah. doubts. Yeah. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> Prove it wasn't you. I'm calling Trudeau right now and he's going to get on you. <laughs> about this he's gonna bring the united nations and everyone mm-hmm. well then you're in you big, and then the podcast is all mine baby. all yours baby <laughs> that's right this wasn't the plan at all all that sweet <laughs> sweet ad revenue <laughs> just remember i get my cut wink <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man I'm uh, I think I know the answer for this one, uh, but we got to ask, do you believe in ghosts? Mm-hmm. 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 Marie, yeah. you take this one first. OK, uh, <laughs> I uh, so I believe in spirits for sure. Um, I don't know, like I can't say I believe that they're, you know, human apparitions that walk around just like us, but they're like kind of see-through or I think there's just all different types of spirits. And I feel like it's just really um, not, I don't want to say the word ignorant because that wouldn't fit here, but it would just be really like presumptuous to say one way or another, they're definitely real or they're definitely not real. So I believe in them. I feel like I have... A healthy dose of skepticism where I can look at, I don't know, a video of something that claims to be paranormal. And I'll look at it from the viewpoint of, oh yeah, they, they opened that door with fishing wire or they mm-hmm. made that object fly using something, whatever. Um, but my personal experiences that I've had 
uh, lead me to believe that there is something beyond what we can physically see. Mm-hmm. And also energy can never be destroyed, mm-hmm. right? And we're all made of energy. So where does that energy go when we go? Yeah, I was going to actually say, I believe that energies live on. I'm not sure if I believe necessarily in what capacity, in maybe, what but... capacity or in ghosts necessarily like full-blown apparitions i mean people have claimed to have seen them i personally have not um i i also just haven't really experienced that many things i feel like marie has experienced more than i have so she's can kind of speak to it a little bit more mine more so could be just coincidences that either if i really if i wanted to believe that i could you know assume that those coincidences were supernatural but um i think i've talked about this on our own podcast before i grew up with a mother who very much believed in that so i kind of took the opposite direction because i think it was more it it was more of a fear that i didn't want to be close to that because to me she made it scary like it was like she had sleep paralysis and she made it seem like a demon was in the room all the time. And like those, I don't, as a four-year-old, like, I don't want to believe that that's true. So I just pushed it away. So I would say I'm in the same realm of Marie, but I would even say further out from more of a skeptic than, than not. You would have Mm -hmm. to do a lot to convince me that you saw something. Yeah. That's, that's always my take on it. Um, Saying about the presumptuousness of saying whether or not there is or not, I, mm-hmm. I fall more on the side of that there isn't, but mm-hmm. part of part of looking at it from like a, a more like rational scientific standpoint, the fact is, if there was empirical evidence or anything that suggested that these things could be real, mm-hmm. I would I would change my mind. There would there would be things that could change my mind. The fact is that there there hasn't been anything to suggest any of that. So that is why I say. Yeah, Poo-poo just more that. anecdotal stuff That's fair. out there, right? Every, so. Everything you hear is anecdotal. It's it's yeah. secondhand accounts or people's yeah. stories. And the mind plays so many tricks on people and people's memories are so unreliable. It, it's mm-hmm. that's, that's yeah. Why. No matter that's how fair. many times I beg Damien say, please <laughs> believe in them. He just <laughs> does. Yeah, it. That's true. Yeah. You guys should stay at like a haunt, a famously haunted place and do an episode or something from there and see if, see if anything still, pops still up. Still don't you. believe the place, yeah. that I, uh, the restaurant I worked at apparently is haunted. I've never and seen you never anything. had anything. No, I'm wow. there. I've worked there for four years. I'm there by myself at night all the time. I've never seen Here, anything. Here's wow. my problem. And here's my biggest fear with it is that if the ghost or like say even there's a demon there mm-hmm. um happens to want to pos- possess me uh-huh. uh damien's just going to lock me up he's not going to think yeah. it's a possession <laughs> he's not going to help me in any way i'm helping him i'm as like good as gone if this happens <laughs> i am done i have yeah. no support system well, you will have a support system. All the doctors and nurses applying <laughs> experimental surgeries on you. Yeah. See, for me, I would be mm-hmm. like the whole time, probably sitting there, uh, hoping, crossing my fingers, hoping that Damien gets possessed. That's the way, <laughs> uh, scientifically, that he would have to admit it. Um, uh, even then, probably not. No. I would be more likely to believe that uh, there's you were something having else a mental breakdown yeah. or something. Yeah. Or I would think it's paranormal. 
Also, I would be more worried about Colin believing that you're uh, possessed and then you not getting the help you need. Well, what's this? Why does Colin have to come all of a sudden? I don't know. He probably wouldn't get motivated to do anything, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, like, I, the last thing I need is uh, this clumsy oaf tripping around a, an old haunted house causing damages as I'm possessed and you're not helping me. That's true. Um, no, but oh, we're, we're more than willing to go there. Um, I said we should, we were going to open a, you wanted to open like a, a Dybbuk box or whatever. Yeah. Oh said, God. Let's do, I would never. let's do it at midnight under a full moon in the graveyard, baby. I'm down for it. I, and I told him that's, that's not the best place to do it. Cause you want to do it at home. So it, um, Fine, we'll do it at drastically home. affects our lives forever. <laughs> 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 Something that was completely made up and has no real basis in anything. But, but yes. we will open a Dybbuk box and it will be on our YouTube, Damien, and we'll see what happens. I'm mainly scared that it's going to be like it's just going to be smelly probably yeah that someone's <laughs> like put like three dead birds in it or yeah. something like that yeah. fair it'd be like Ding. that bob marley song but nobody will be happy <laughs> i feel like i don't want to i don't want to mess with any of those things like even ouija boards like i just don't want to mess with them and maybe that's part of me believing that there is something because mm. I, I i i don't have the balls to to even fuck with it, to fuck with I, any of those. Things. I have a hard time being scared of something made by Parker Brothers. <laughs> that's that's fair. I that's don't. Fair. Have you seen some of those lawsuits? Yeah, There's some true. scary that's shit. <laughs> now that I think about it, the game of life ruined me. <laughs> yeah, uh, Damien, do you think that you're like closed off to the possibility that there could be something else? Uh, no, I don't think so. Cody's shaking his head. Yes, yes, absolutely. 100%. Because I'm wondering, like, if you're not open to the possibility that there could be something, I sound very new agey right now. I promise you I'm not. (laughs) But if you're not even open to the possibility that there could be something there, I feel like it would be almost the exact same effect as somebody who's overly confident that there is, where they're finding things that aren't really paranormal, but they're convinced that they are. And mm-hmm. maybe there's something that you would miss or you wouldn't notice because you're completely closed off to the possibility of something. Actually My problem with that argument, it's it gets down to the thing. It's like, oh, you don't you don't see these or you don't believe it because you don't understand. That's that's all that kind of feels like to me. And it's it's I don't think that's a valid reason why I don't believe it. I don't believe mm-hmm. it. I haven't seen anything. I haven't heard anything to convince me otherwise, whether it is something that could be conceived of as paranormal. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the scientific community doesn't believe it. Um, <laughs> there's <fair>. scientists <laughs> who say that the, the energy theory, they said if, if we were going to detect paranormal energy, we would have through the Large Hadron Collider. We haven't. That's so, fair. I don't, again, if there was something, up. We're, there we're was something there, we're ending there. our podcast. For yeah, us. so we're done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying from my my standpoint, I don't. Your podcast has been debunked. Bye. Yeah, the entire thing, all 85 stories are just, or 160 <laughs> stories are just bullshit. Hey, you, you can believe whatever you want. I'm, I'm just saying that's not. It's no, not I was just me. asking if, yeah, yeah, if just if you thought possibly it could be, if you maybe just. Uh, let yourself have just a little bit of belief, like just a little bit of that Peter Pan in you. Just believe mm-hmm. in fairies a bit mm-hmm. and see if anything changes. But I was just wondering what your thoughts I don't. Were. I don't think it would. I really don't okay. think it would. That's to fair. be honest. That's fair. You there don't are know certain. Unless you try. 
<laughs> there are certain aspects right. of the paranormal where people will talk about it and I'll even be like, that's, that's just not true. Mm-hmm. That is bullshit. Like, like fairies, for instance, I don't know how this happened, but I happened upon fairy believer TikToks and people truly believe that fairies are real mm-hmm. and that they live in their gardens. And I'm just like, this is fucking nuts. You guys are crazy. <laughs> Which is probably how you feel about us. us. <laughs> There's some strange people on TikTok. That's for sure. I've seen a few yeah. of them who think they're like uh, they're, they're aliens from another dimension that they're here and, and oh, stuff like those that. Those ones, too. I don't know if I believe it or not. And I'm like, again, you might just need a doctor. But who am I to yeah. say? <laughs> yeah, I I think like for me, like I know the things that I've seen, and those are the things I believe in, right? Because I've physically seen things and uh for more information of that go to the paranormal feed and you'll be able to uh see uh me on there in the near future or maybe already on there um (laughs) but uh yeah so and i can't even explain what i've seen because i have no idea you know like i don't know i don't think i believe in ghosts the way like people say like ghosts you know or like when you see in movies like horror movies and everything like that i am more of like i think energy kind of based I don't I know that some people like associate it with uh, religion and everything like that. I, I don't uh, really do that as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd love to hear uh, Marie about your paranormal experiences. Sure. So um, most of my paranormal experiences have been things that I've not been able to physically see. Um, One time I saw uh, an apparition of a person uh, and Um, That was at the house that my parents live at now. So we moved there in, we moved there in 1994. We bought the house. The person who built that house, like built it on farmland. They had an orchard. It was like out in the middle at the time. It was out in the middle of nowhere when they built it. And my parents bought it from the original owners who had built the house with their bare hands. So I think it was the original owner Uh, He was really sick and that's why he had to move. He was close to dying and I was sleeping. Uh, I was really young. Me and my sister used to share a bed when we were younger. Um, And I, in the middle of the night, my sister used to get up sometimes if she was scared and she would go get my mom. And I felt her get up and uh, I said, uh, you know, I called her name uh, because I figured if I could let her know I was awake, then she wouldn't wake up my mom and bother her. So I sat up in bed and looked towards the end of the bed. And I saw like, uh, if it, all the lights are off and you can still see a person standing there, but you can't make out their facial features or anything. Right. So I see a person standing at the end of the bed and I called her name again and it turned its head and looked at me. And again, I can't see any facial features. And then it just faded away. Um, and then I sat there for about 10 minutes, fully awake with my heart beating faster than it's ever beaten its life, uh, trying to convince myself that I was like, am I in a dream? Wake up from this dream. You must be dreaming. Cause there's no way that that just happened. And then I was, I was awake when it happened. So I went to my mom's room cause I was afraid <laughs> and then found my sister in there. So my mom was basically like, well, you're both awake, go back to your own bed and leave me alone. So, uh, I asked her how long she had been in my mom's room for, and she had been in my mom's room for like 45 minutes. So 
whatever I felt get out of the bed that woke me up was whatever was standing at the end of my bed. And then another time, um, my sister saw something, um, that looked like my mom. So she was in, again, in the middle of the night, she had gotten up to use the washroom and she had left the bedroom and standing at the top of the stairs was a lady who looked just like my mom and same thing. She said, mom, and then the lady just faded away. So that was scary because I was like, well, that's not the old owner and it's definitely not mom. Cause I don't know how she would have disappeared. Um, so that was terrifying. And then like lots of stuff in that house, I could like in the middle of the night, you would hear the cutlery drawers opening and closing one time in the middle of the night. I was a really, really cool kid with a lot of friends. I read all of the time uh, till like four in the morning. So, yeah. so I'm like reading babysitters club at like 4am, like not sleeping and everyone else in my house is asleep. And I heard we had this uh, Island where we kept all of the pots and pans stacked underneath and the way they were stacked was if one of them falls, they're all coming down like a Jenga. So I hear them all fall and I lose my mind. I jump up, I wake up my mom, I tell her someone's downstairs. We go downstairs, nothing is wrong. I've had friends at my house when things have happened. So then I feel better because I'm like, oh, I'm not just a lunatic. There are other people who can corroborate what have what has just occurred. Um, and one of my really good friends, he was my, one of my best friends all throughout, all throughout school. Uh, he lived like a couple houses down from me. <laughs> he was at my house and something scary happened. And I looked at him and we both kind of stared at each other for like five seconds of silence. And then he ran out of the house, left me home alone with whatever was in there. <laughs> Sounds like a good friend. He was so great. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to talk about who this is after. after it was this. Leonard. Oh, my cousin. Your cousin. Oh. Awesome. Yeah. He also yeah. used to do this thing. See, we just we just block it out. We don't like to see it. We don't want to be a part of it. I uh, was also terrified of being abducted by aliens for a really long time. because You I watched... still are. No, I'm okay now, but I watched it. Okay. But, but, but well into adulthood, I was terrified of being abducted by aliens because when I was a child, I watched a documentary on Roswell and it was terrifying for me. Mm-hmm. So he used to, my friend, I would go to his house to study and I would stand at the end of his driveway and he'd be like, okay, I'm going to watch you walk home to make sure you get home like four houses down safe. And I'd start walking and I'd get about halfway there and he'd get tired of waiting. So he'd be like, the aliens are coming to get you. I can see them now. And I would run so <laughs> fast. Um, but yeah, there's tons more stories that I have about things that have happened in this house. Psych- a psychic that I had on the show that came here. I almost I almost ended my podcast at the beginning of it because she was one of the first guests I ever had. And um, she says that she didn't leave anything in the house I don't think, I don't know if she left something here or if something got rustled up here, but after she left, my house was not the same. Um, My cupboard doors were opening and closing in the kitchen. My sister was here home alone one day helping me. Sorry, if this is going long, you can cut shit out. Uh, We had just found these three week old kittens that had been abandoned, like their mom, I don't know what happened to her. So we were bottle feeding these kittens And somebody had to be with them throughout Mm -hmm. the day. I was at work. So my sister came to do it and she heard, she was home alone. 
all of the animals that we have were in the room with her and she heard this big crash in my dining room, which is the room that I had the psychic here to do the reading. And so my sister went in to see if there was anything going on and there was nothing going, there was nothing amiss, nothing had fallen. We have like a lot of antiques in that room that were my grandmother's, nothing, nothing out of place. So my sister threw the cats into a room, closed the door and left my house and was like, I'm never coming back there. And like, I'm not coming back until you get some type of religious person in here to bless your house. Cause this is absolutely insane. Um, somebody was after that lady left somebody, I was sleeping one day and I was like waking up and I was lying in bed, um, just like being lazy, like you're fully awake, but you just don't want to get out of bed yet. Like maybe scroll through Instagram or something mm -hmm. and something like tapped me or flicked me right in the center of my forehead. And there was nobody around also that like around that same day, there was like a man's voice that, that went, Hey, in my ear when I was sleeping in bed, <laughs> I was just like, Oh, this is fucking terrifying. So my very Roman Catholic father who was very upset with me for allowing a psychic into my house, got uh, his priest to come to my house and bless it. And after that happened, um, nothing, nothing really happened again after that. Um, sometimes my lights will go on and off by themselves, but I went to see another psychic after this, not in my house, I went to her house. So I've learned my lesson. Um, and she told me that uh, I didn't bring up the lights. She told me, your lights are turning on and off uh, at your house. I said, yes. She said it was my grandfather. Uh, and I was like, is like, is he planning on coming here to talk to me or something, something about him coming to talk to me. And then she, she said he was there, which I'm like, oh yeah, he's here. Cause you told him to come here. Right. Like I, I literally told <laughs> you, I wanted to talk to him. Of course he's here. Um, and then she seemed really confused and she was like, he's kind of like annoyed. And I was like, well, that sounds like him. And she said, he's just like, he said, I don't know why, I don't know why she wants me to come here. Like she sees me at my house every day. Do you visit your grandma at his house every day? And I was like, oh no, I, my grandma doesn't live there anymore. I bought the house. And like, she, I hadn't posted about buying this house anywhere. I don't know how she knew I bought this house. Uh, if maybe she did some type of land registry search, I have no idea. She could have, like for real, she yeah. really could have. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, she's like, yeah, he's like annoyed that you made him come here. And he said, I see her at my house every day. And anyway, the lights turning on and off are apparently him. So that doesn't bother me when it happens anymore. Um, and a plethora of other things have occurred, but those are the, I'd say most notable. <laughs> it sounds like it's been going on like your entire life though. Like that's cause usually a lot of people come on the podcast. They say it's like childhood. Right. And, uh, for you, it's been happening kind of throughout, which I kind of relate to as well. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very interesting. I think like, um, <laughs> I, I like, your uh like childhood of having like people that were scared of your house like your friends were scared of your house yeah <laughs> I, I relate to that too i was the one with the very scary house that no one wanted to sleep over at mine they're always like you come to ours 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, <laughs> to be fair, my parents' house is like a large, it's a large house. It's beautiful. It's like land, like everybody wanted to have parties at our house. People wanted to be mm-hmm. there. And then when something would happen, they'd be like, I am never going back to that fucking house again. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I totally uh, relate to that aspect. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, uh, yeah. Cody just had lame parties. He doesn't want to admit it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like mine weren't that great. I'm probably just I mean, to look cool. <laughs> I passed out drunk in your driveway. They were okay. Did do that. They, yeah. they, they were all right. Well, that's perfect. You don't want to pass out in the haunted house. You exactly. Want to exactly. I was protecting myself situation. outdoors. Right. Yeah. Well, yes. I do want to pass out in the haunted house because everyone will leave me alone. <laughs> Except <laughs> the ghosts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're going to fuck with you. <laughs> going to draw a dick on your face. I'm <laughs> drunk and passed out. I'd rather the ghosts do it than my pals. <laughs> uh, yep. But on that note, we got a story of our own to tell. Oh, boy. Ooh. We all drew positions beforehand. Um, Nicolina, do you want to reveal what you drew? I am the celebrity, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That means I go to a random celebrity generator. It's going to oh, give man. me four options. I'm scared. These are going to be some weirdo, weirdo people I don't know. <laughs> I hope Probably. they are. Not that you don't know. I just hope they're weird. I hope it's Cher. That's the only impression I can do. Oh, man. This, this, is, a, this is a bunch of people that you don't know. Your biggest fear. It's <sighs> uh, come true. You're making a lot of assumptions here, bud. Well, yeah you, yeah, you you do know them, but like I would be scared of these options. Awesome, <laughs> perfect. Um, so we have seen Frederick Douglass uh, appear on the podcast before. That's one of your options. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't um, know who that is. Meriwether Lewis. <laughs> do not know who that is. Pablo Picasso. Okay. Okay. And Dick Wolf. Oh, the Law and Order guy. The producer Dick... of Law and Order. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna go with Pablo Picasso. Yeah. Uh, just because that's the most, uh, I think, credible name of the four. <laughs> I don't I can, know. Suggest- I don't know what I would be, how Dick I would Wolf. act. I mean- the suggestion <laughs> might be Law and Order, and then you might have to do it, <laughs> Dick Wolf. And then I might have to. Okay. Well. <laughs> but then I guess we'll see. People are really gonna hate this episode. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. I, I think uh, Picasso is the one we uh, we would all know more about. I, of I'm course. speaking for everyone, but I, I think that's got to be the one. Right. Yeah, but I like- feel like I don't know how he would speak. <laughs> I don't. It's probably like, uh, hey guys, what's up? I'm Picasso. So... Yeah, something like that. Exactly. It's got to be something like that. I'm, hey, I'm, let me get a pizza. I don't even remember the other names that you previously, the, the, the woman's name, don't know, cannot place that person. Uh, no, that was a man as well, Meriwether Lewis. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All the Meriwether you, kids just shut down. They you, you had zero female options. <laughs> Perfection. So so I still, I still don't know what I am yet. Is that... The situation we're in. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could be Picasso. You can be any of them, though. Um, but yeah, these are four celebrities that are obviously mm. on the cover of any celebrities. Modern, any quotation. modern people magazine would have these four. <laughs> these are very famous people. So. <laughs> okay. When, when you think celebs, this is who you think of. That's who I think of. Definitely first to come Harry to mind. Yeah. Lewis. He's the. <laughs> He's on my top 10 of uh, hot celebs. Yep. <laughs> um, and uh, Damien and I, we drew the swing. We have no responsibility in the yeah. story. We can do whatever we want. Oh, I love my life. Okay. okay. <laughs> 
And uh, that means, uh, Marie, you got the narrator. I'm the narrator. And for the, the narrator, we're going to go to canigetit.com to get a location, a relationship, or a word in order to get this story started. What would you like okay. to start with? Uh, let's do, sorry, what were the options? I heard relationship and word. What was the other one? Uh, location. Let's do location. Boat deck. Okay. The deck <laughs> of a boat. Okay. <laughs> the spooky boat deck, which may or may not have Pablo Picasso. Oh, okay. yeah, well, it's going to okay. be Picasso. <laughs> so my life. Uh, okay. You let us know when we, when we start, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you're ready, let's go. Spooky okay, boat so deck. <laughs> oh my God. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash spooked. S-P-O-O-K-E-D to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day is Va coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm -hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. You know, and the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, mm -hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and, do mm -hmm. and putting things together. That really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety it uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions? Exactly. Yeah. Just open up your Open uh, it up laptop. and get it started right there. Yeah. In bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And, hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And, and it's all... And online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of like in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're gonna see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No, do online, do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com/spooked to get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Today. <sighs> Our story opens with Pablo Picasso hosting his yearly birthday party on his favorite yacht, which is also rumored to be highly haunted by Jim Henson's ghost. Hey, Pablo, great birthday, man. Yeah, I really love what you did with a boat. It's so nice. <laughs> well, you know, I was, uh, you know, I brought my uh, my my pal here. I hope you don't mind. Is that OK? No. Yeah, no. Now I'm just stealing your voice. Uh, of course. Whoa, whoa, Pablo, Pablo, buddy. Come on, man. Watch out here. You know, it's it's my voice. I know you're an artist and everything, but uh, oh, geez. Hey, Mikey, this is Pablo Picasso. Yeah, uh, uh, Picasso. 
Picasso, Picasso, I uh, hope you don't mind. I see everyone else brought gifts. I didn't bring a gift. Is that okay? I, I feel oh, yeah. a little bit. No, get the hell out of here. Actually. What the hell? <laughs> Sorry, Mikey, I tried. You said we wouldn't have to bring gifts. Yeah, well, you know, I thought he was uh, going to be cool about it, but I guess he's not. Do, do splits with the roses. <laughs> hey, hey, Picasso, come on, man. You can't kick Mikey out. He didn't know no, no better. Okay, but he can't drink or eat anything um, that I've served. So right. as long as he doesn't touch anything, okay. he's good to go. All right. Hey, Mikey, Mikey, you're good to go, but you can't eat or drink anything. So uh, you got get fishing, brother. Oh, Dave, 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 you gotta, you gotta help me out here because the thing is that I haven't ate or drank anything in the last month. I'm basically holding on by a whim here. I'm really dehydrated well, and malnourished. Well, like I said, get fishing, brother. There's nothing I can do. Okay, you want to be at this party? That's that's the rules. I can't I can't stop Pablo Picasso. Can you ask? I think I've got some leftover paint chips he can nibble on in the back. Yeah, they're lead, so they're nice and sweet. <laughs> you you got to understand, I'm gonna die from that. Can Bob, Bob, Bobby? Can you at least lend me some rods? Uh, yeah, there's some rods underneath the uh, the the. I don't even know how below deck. Go ahead, yeah, yeah. go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're, you're a good guy, generous. Yeah, I like this. Hey, well, good luck, Mikey. I'm gonna go uh, down to the party. I'm gonna drink some champagne, mm -hmm. uh, eat some uh, little sandwiches. Okay, yeah, come on and check on me every once in a while, I though, because won't, I could just to be honest, because I'm having a good time with my pal Pablo over here, and you know, it's his birthday and everything, so I don't want to be rude and leave. Yeah, well, I mean, in the next five minutes, I could just pass out, drown in the water, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds good, Mikey. We'll see you after. Yeah, he's just my ride here, so you know how it is, Pablo. I'm sorry. Yeah, no worries. No worries. I, under I understand. Um, I know how it is. Mike, are you choking on the seawater over there? Yeah, I just tried to eat these paint chips. I think I'm going. <laughs> oh. Hey, Pablo. Those are expensive paint chips Can that I you're see? choking on over there. Can I? Can I give him a little Dixie cup full of mineral water just to just to clear the paint chips out of his throat? <sighs> I guess so. Go ahead. I, I'm trying right. to I'm trying to acquire a Spanish accent, but I can't seem to get one. You'll get there, Pablo. One uh, I'll, day. I'll I know you one will. Day, one day. <laughs> I know you're, you're in your uh, English accent period. I understand. Yes. One day you'll yes. get past it. You know, you go to the blue period. You'll go to the Spanish accent period. You'll get there. Don't worry about it. I think you're it's Mikey. called artist block. I think that's what it is. You're Mikey, right. I got your little Dixie cup full of mineral water. It's the best I could do. I don't have to listen to you drink. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, yeah, I needed that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. I'm juiced, man. I could get ready for this party. I could party all night, uh, probably, even so, now. Are you not fishing? What? Are you not fishing? No, I could go without food. Okay. Well, I got the pink chips filled them right up, you know? Yeah. They're, Told they, you they were, they were expensive and, like you said, full of lead. They're very mm. filling. Mm -hmm. Well, Pablo Picasso's paint chips, those would go for a lot online, let me tell you. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I got them in my belly. Online? On the fishing line? <laughs> they would go a lot on the fishing line, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, Pablo, uh, you know, it's your birthday and all, we're on your boat. <laughs> you know, it's pretty cool, right? Uh, oh, you, work <laughs> you working on any new paintings lately, or are you, you all finished with that nonsense? Oh, I, yeah, I'm having some uh, painter's block recently. I'm trying to oh. get inspired, which is why I'm having this party. You know, I'm trying to observe who I might paint next. Maybe your right. your pal might be my next muse. Do you think so? It might could be. Get naked. Could be. 
Get, uh, naked. It'll be a man choking on a paint chip. Is my. Oh, never mind. Don't don't get naked. <laughs> don't get naked. Naked. No, choking naked on a paint uh, oh. chip. Uh, Mikey, uh, scratch that. Get naked. Can the two of you be clear? Is it shorts on or off? How about half on, half off? Dad, Dad. Can you not paint me for once? You always go towards other people, Dad. <laughs> oh, it's little PJ. PJ Picasso. He's got to paint me. Pablo Jr. wants to be painted, Bobby. Why don't you paint your son? Get back to your room, son. But Dad, <laughs> there's ghosts in my room. I get haunted every single freaking night. I can't just go in there during, it's, uh, during your birthday party. PJ, who let you out of your room? You know you're supposed to be locked up until somebody comes and fetches you. Mom. PJ, there'll be no back talk from you, young man. No, I'm not back talking. It's just that. Sounds like you're back talking right now. Well, I almost got dragged in the closet earlier by a ghost. And, you know, it, it was pretty scary. And I thought that I would have never came out. But I fought because I got these big muscles, you know, from working on the ship all day. Right, right. Now, listen, um, uh, PJ, you know, it sounds like you're back talking me. And you wouldn't have gotten dragged into the closet if you would stayed locked up in your room like a good little boy should. Dad, please tell mom that you're going to pay me so that I can stay out. Please, please, please don't send me back in there. There's like there's like 13 ghosts in there. It's like that movie. Uh, you want me to paint you right now in the middle of my party? Are you crazy? Yeah, probably this. This kid's a real downer. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> wow. You're trying to be a party. <laughs> busting my chops over here while all my yeah. friends are around. Come on. What a buzzkill. I mean, I mean, I mean, sorry, dad. I'm no three days grace or three doors <laughs> down or anything, but I think I could be pretty entertaining if you painted me up there. Wait a minute, this kid's pretty funny. <laughs> Maybe we should keep him around. What century are we in? I don't even know anymore. Now, now, PJ, you know you're not a musician. You never will be. Can't carry a tune. And the last time you tried to play a guitar, you cut all your fingers up all, all willy-nilly. Well, yeah, I, I thought that you my... You bled everywhere like a Jackson Pollock on my tablecloth. I thought I needed to cut the fingertips so that I could mold them to right up into the strings. That's not how it works. Oh, well, I mean, I don't need to actually play the instrument. If dad paints me with an instrument on me, everyone will assume I play guitar and they'll, they'll like me anyway. So I don't even need it. I'll give you a triangle. I'll paint you with a triangle. You're not getting a guitar. That means I can stay out for the party, though. Fine. It'll it'll take me 30 seconds to whip up this immaculate painting of you oh. with a triangle. You need me to hold my hands up like yes, this, like please, I have one? Please. Yes, Okay, there you go, son. Now go hang it on the wall with the rest of my oh, masterpieces. Wow. This was so quick and very detailed. <laughs> All right, PJ, back to your room now. You can go hang that up on the wall with the rest of them. It'll scare away the ghosts. Don't worry. Oh, if you say so, Dad. Uh, sorry, so am I taking my shorts off or am I leaving them <laughs> on? Mikey, Mikey, we already said half on, half off. Come on, buddy. Okay, oh, sorry, sorry, I got a little bit lost. The kid need, was out here. We need to sneak one cheek out on the one side. You know how it is. It's okay. It's like one of those copper tone ads. Right, right, right. right. And uh, none of the guests are going to have a problem with this, eh, Picasso? Uh, no, but I, I do have a, a little problem with my palette. I'm not sure I can match the color to your, the color of your chapped ass over here. Right? Hey, hey, that's true, right? You know, I'm having trouble with my palette. This sandwich sucks. <laughs> You got anything better to eat over here, Bobby? 
Yeah, and go off and go eat the paint chips like your pal, and maybe those will fill you up. Let me tell you about uh, these paint chips. They don't taste like blueberries. <laughs> hey, you know what? I hate blueberries, so that's good. <laughs> oh, God. Just no. as Mikey started getting ready to take his shorts <laughs> off or half off for Pablo Picasso, there was a grumbling in his tummy, which we can only attribute to the paint chips. He goes below deck to desperately try and find a washroom, but runs into a rather unexpected guest. Oh, God, I got to take a boopy. <laughs> Mikey, is that you? Uh, Mom? <laughs> Mikey, what are you doing here? I, I, I was at uh, Picasso's uh, uh, birthday. Hey, wait a minute. Would you... What are you doing here? Well, Pablo and I go way back, Mikey. Uh, I saw the pictures in the photo album, but what I'm confused about is you died two years ago. Oh, Mikey. You think a little thing like that would keep me from Pablo Picasso's yacht birthday? I, I suppose not. I mean, I, hey, wait a minute. I was hearing about a kid upstairs uh, getting haunted by 13 ghosts. Are you one of them? No, that was Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Scooby the cartoon dog. Yeah, the 13 ghosts of Scooby Doo. That's who's haunting. <laughs> okay, ma. <laughs> I'm just here for the birthday party, dear. And what are you doing here? You're not famous and nobody likes you. Yeah, I was someone's ride. Oh, okay, that makes sense then. I understand. Yeah, well, I didn't bring a gift, so I had to eat paint chips and I'm not allowed to have anything. Wait a minute, honey. Weren't you running to use the toilet? Oh, no, I, I, I went about two oh. minutes into the conversation. It's a good thing I'm dead and I can't feel shame anymore. <laughs> Otherwise, I probably would have died from it. Uh, Mom, I'm getting pretty worried about this uh, whole birthday party. There seems to be something off, you know? He's, yes, uh, I, I'm not above deck talking with Pablo right now. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I, I, you keep it in your pants, Mom. It's uh, You can get up there in any second. But here's the thing. Uh, he seems to be saying you can't eat food, eat the paint chips, eat the paint chips, eat the paint chips. Uh, I'm starting to think that there's no actual food up there, and he's just trying to give us all paint chips to kill us. Oh, Mikey, why would Pablo Picasso try to kill all of his guests? You, I can understand. You're just the ride. Well, I'm trying to think back about two years ago. You just uh, wound up on shore dead. Mm -hmm. uh, they said you were poisoned. Uh, do you remember eating anything that night? <laughs> yes, I do remember. Pablo and I were having a little game of which cup is the poison, and I lost. <laughs> it was harmless fun. Uh, Mom, I think you're uh, missing the connection here. Uh -huh. You were poisoned by paint chips. No, I was poisoned by poison. I've, well, okay, you were poisoned by poison. I got lead poisoning here. I've shit my pants at least five times since we've been talking. I don't know if that's what lead poisoning does, dear. I mean, I'm not a doctor. I know, and I've been disappointed about it ever since. That's part of the reason why I played Guess the Poison. Um, I... I'm re it's really hard for me to take the blame on this one. Yeah. Uh, you're saying I disappointed you to the point where you were just willing to do Russian roulette. I wasn't willing to do it. I volunteered because I thought it would be fun, and I was also disappointed in you. So what was the idea here? Either you died or Pablo Picasso died? Yeah, or any of the other 32 people who were there with us. at the 32? How many of them died? Well, uh, me and 
and David and Angelo and Marie and Tracy and Bridget. And uh, you're getting awfully close what? to 31, everyone but Picasso. Oh, my goodness. Mikey, you're right. We all died except Picasso. I'm starting to think that that's just about what's going to happen here tonight. And I'm starting to think that it isn't the 13 ghosts of Scooby-Doo haunting the ship, but maybe the rest of the people from that orgy. That makes more sense <laughs> than the cartoon ghosts that you're talking about. Well, that's about. what Pablo Picasso told me. Yeah, I think you got to stop listening to this guy, okay? Jeez. He's been lying to me this whole time. Mm -hmm. I know he's trying to kill your son that you're disappointed in. That son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't know why he can't just get the job done. But wait, maybe he won't kill you because he knows that you'll haunt the boat too and then I'll have to spend more time with you. Oh, Pablo, he really is a sweet man. Well, he's already given me paint chips, so I'm pretty sure his intent oh, was to shit. kill me. He's not that sweet after all. How dare he try and make me spend time with my dumb kid. Wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs> Has he had a kid ever since you knew him? Yeah. And he's always busy painting around? <laughs> I mean, he is a painter, <laughs> so I'd be worried if he wasn't. And what, he just leaves his kid on the boat? Yeah, with, with his the kid's mother. Doesn't want to... Oh, she is she there? Is she a ghost? What is she? Oh, she's real. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I was kind of thinking that maybe he was just avoiding babysitters. Right. If he just kills a bunch of people on the boat, then they take care of the kid. Oh, you think that he's killing people to have permanent <laughs> babysitters? Yeah. Why did he need so many? Free childcare. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't one be enough? I thought he was just kind of, you know, making a whole family for the kid. Well, listen, I'm not babysitting a child. I refuse. Well, yeah, that's your your job's probably to just always look for Picasso and just make it in the kid's head that you know right. he's gone. Is that what I'm here for? <laughs> I, I think all of us have a specific task. Obviously, my job would be to permanently be fishing here. All right. I didn't know when you became the paranormal detective of the family, but you're starting to piss me off, son. I don't have any other job. I got to find one. I'm trying to find where I want to be in life. All right. Well, listen, there's this fresh pair of pants in the closet over there. You can get changed. <laughs> and then maybe we can solve this mystery. All right, mom. Mikey goes to put on the spare pair of pants and on his way back out to the deck, he ends up stumbling into Junior's room. Oh, sorry, this isn't, oh. Oh God. Your, your baby Picasso. Yeah, I'm, I'm his son, is that what you're saying? Yes, I, what you, listen kid, I didn't mean to go in here, I'm going up to deal with your dad. What do you mean deal with your dad? You're gonna, you're gonna kill my dad? Hey PJ. Lose the dipshit. Oh, oh, sorry. Don't listen to. Why are you being so mean to him? Because we wanna, we wanna haunt you, PJ. <laughs> um, we wanna drag you in the closet, PJ. <laughs> hey, sir. Sorry, I didn't know your name, but like, can you stay here for a while? Because I'm getting really freaking scared of these ghosts down here. What do you mean? You want me to stay? I'm not staying in a room with a, a, a kid. I, I don't think that's a good look for me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you look like a pervert. We're, we're calling the police. Uh, see, they're going to call the police. Please don't hey, 911. To... Yes, this is 911. What can I do for you? Yeah, we got a pervert. They're calling the police on me. I can't stay kid. down here. I got to get out of here. A little no. kid being talked to by a pervert. <laughs> yeah, he's real gross. That's he's not two where... ghosts talking. He's, he's not even pants. on a phone. He he's can't got his talk. Pants he's a half ghost. on, half off, like some kind of weirdo, and he smells like shit. Smells like shit. Pants on, pants off. That that sounds like a pervert. To I'm me. sorry, kid. I gotta run out of here. He's right. My pants are half on, half off, and I got a lot of shit in them. 
<laughs> he can't even call the police. He's a ghost. He's talking to another ghost. It's not even you wouldn't be able to hear both conversations if he was on the phone. Are well, you a real police officer on speakerphone? Oh, yes, I am a real police officer. Oh, <laughs> see, he's real. He's real. He just said, no, he's not. Please don't leave. No, don't leave me. <laughs> you you chased him away. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. No, stop tickling my feet. <laughs> Come here and tickle your little tootsies. Ah! <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you hate that, don't you? Makes you really uncomfortable. <laughs> Now come in the closet. No. Yeah, we're gonna put old coats on you. Old coat? No, not old coats. They smell weird. Like they've been in a basement. They're musty and they got moths. I don't like this very much. Mikey heads back up to the party, finds his way to Pablo, and finds that his friend who invited him has indeed been slain and is now a ghost on the ship. Hey, Mikey, how you doing, pal? Wait, you're dead? What? <laughs> you're floating up from your body. Uh, yes, I am. Hey, listen, uh -huh. I know you're dead and all, but like, if the police come, say you haven't seen me. Oh, no, I've seen you. No, 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 but say you haven't. I got I got why a bad I, rap. Why would I lie to the police? Uh, some, some ghosts down there were calling the police on me. They said I was... Why were you coming out of my child's uh, room? Yeah, huh? what, do you, what do you mean by some ghost? I, I'm a ghost. I was looking for uh, to go up deck to here, and I, I walked into his room. I had shit in my pants, and... I, <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, you didn't. <laughs> No, I, what do you mean I didn't? What, what do you think I did? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I didn't do anything. I walked out of there before the ghosts could, you know, they called the police on me. Wow. I think. Jeez, uh, Poppy, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that he was going to be like this. I just needed a ride. I didn't think he was going to be a creep and, you know, harass your kid. Don't and... apologize to him. He killed you. No. And wait a minute. You're coming in here accusing me. You... Tried to kill me too. I'm barely alive. I keep shitting. Look, my pants you're still so standing. I'm gonna paint you now. Come on. Yeah. Pablo didn't kill me, right? Show Pablo? me your your butt cheeks. Yeah, show him your butt cheeks. Honestly, with what's been going on in his pants, you do not want to see my butt cheeks at this point. Come on, pull him down. No, please don't peer Come pressure on, me. Pull him down. Spread them right, right, right apart, so I can get a, a full right. look let's of the color. That, let's see that starfish, Mikey. <laughs> I'm surrounded by all these ghosts just pulling my pants down. Get them down, Mikey! Come on, it's for the art. Are you happy? Just paint me. Ugh. Looks like you already painted yourself. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to warn you. Listen, Pablo, I'm so sorry. I didn't think he was going to be like this. I thought it was going to be okay, but it really wasn't. Listen, I'll get him out of here. We'll we'll leave, and I, I'm sorry. I just, you know what? Happy birthday, man. I love you. I can't wait till next year. It's going to be a, a real banger, I'm sure. It's fine. Just get him out of here. Get home. You know, don't, uh, don't shit on your way out. <laughs> I'll try not to. I can't promise about him, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, Mikey. We're getting out of here. I, I don't think you're allowed to leave. Uh, no, you just said I could. Yeah, but you're on the boat dead. Yeah, but I'm a ghost, so I can... You know. Okay, step. prove me wrong. Step off the boat. Okay. Whoop. You, you uh, flew back onto the boat. You jumped off, flew back on. Yeah, because, uh, you know, I like the boat here. 
Uh, I, I, oh, all of a sudden you don't want to leave the boat. No, no, I don't want to leave the boat. You don't have to be embarrassed about this, you know. Shut up, Mike. it's not your fault you can't leave the boat. You don't have to be embarrassed about permanently on the boat. I don't want to keep acting like you know everything better than I do, Mikey. Well, I'm just the one alive, and you're oh, oh, yeah, rub it in. Why don't you? Well, I don't, I don't mean to, I just ate less paint chips than you. If I was alive right now, I would probably kill you. Well, you would not, I would. But we're friends. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't sound like it. No, I'm just worried. You embarrassed me in front of Pablo. You you harassed his kid. He killed you. I don't know why you're standing up for him and not me. Nah, he wouldn't do that. He did. He did. He did nah, it was, this is an accident, I think. You think? Yeah. Look around you. Yeah. Look how many bodies are around you. Yeah, it was a big accident. He did this. No, it was probably, you know, um, probably a tree fell. He's handing you a mop as we speak. Handing me a mop? Oh, yeah, I'm mopping. <laughs> I think you have to permanently mop the deck the whole... <laughs> well, now I got to swab life. the poop deck after you drag your butt all over it. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, that's not my fault, though, either. Yeah, well, it sounds like it's your fault. <laughs> you brought me here. Yeah. <laughs> you did this. <sighs> You're right. And you know what? Now I got to take care of you. All right. Come here, Mikey. <laughs> Uh, into, uh, into the water you go. <laughs> Sorry about that, Mr. Picasso. I'll get back to swabbing that deck. Thanks so much. I knew you, you were a real friend. Yeah. Unlike your other pal over there who's now oh, drowning and flailing not, and shitting in the water. Yeah, that's he's not my friend. It's okay. Don't worry about it. And just like every year, Pablo got away with murdering <laughs> all of his guests. And lives to see another birthday at sea. Spooked. <laughs> that was a scary story. Good job, that was guys. Pretty scary. <laughs> I'm sorry when I put you back into PJ's room. I forgot you were both characters. <gasps> That's why I was like, "Oh my god, how is he going to do this?" <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Put, really putting me to the test. I see. I don't know. Sorry what about that. That's going on as well. <laughs> yes. That's okay. You can fuck up my podcast when you come on. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you both so much for coming on. Uh, let's do uh, some plugs. Sh- sure. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You go first. Sure. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I plug myself first. Uh, I mean, I, or the podcast. I don't know. Yeah. Where uh, can everyone follow you and the podcast? Okay, great. Um, so, obviously, you guys can follow the podcast at Paranormal Pod on Instagram and Paranormal Pod underscore on Twitter. We don't usually use Twitter very much, but if you're an avid Twitter user, Feel free to follow us on there. Um, and then you can also email us your spooky stories, which we tell on our hometown haunt episodes every other week um, at paranormalpod at gmail.com. And you can find me on Instagram at Nicolina Savelli. That's pretty much all I use for social media that I want any strangers to follow me on. So, yeah. And you can find my Instagram is at Splendora underscore. And uh, yeah, same thing. That's pretty much the only socials that I really use. If you like photos of dogs uh, and cats, you can follow that. And obviously you can also (laughs) find us on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you find your podcasts. And it's paranormal in brackets. So the normal is in brackets. brackets. Um, So if you go search it, that'll, that'll come up because there's a lot of other uh, like we said at the beginning of this episode, highly investigative paranormal people that you can also find, but we are not that. We are a non-investigative, but tr- still true paranormal podcast. 
Amazing. And uh, you can go to the sonarnetwork.com. It'll have all direct links and full profiles on both Nicolina and Marie with those direct links to social medias, as well as all the places to find the podcast. We'll be yeah. tweeting it out at Spook Podcast. Yeah. Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!